feel like it's still one of those things that it's hard for believers or Christians to wrap their minds around wealth. They think it's a dirty word and it's not, you know, it's, it's when it's connected to the attributes of generosity and compassion and creativeness and, and things that are all good, godly things. Uh, wealth can be used for so much good. That's Rachel Swanson, and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way. My name is Brian Dixon, your marketing mentor. So excited that you're here. Now let's dive into the show. Rachel, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks, Brian. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I'm so I'm so glad that uh, you're on today because I know you have so much value to share with our audience. Uh, but before we get started, tell us a little bit about you, kind of what do you do and uh, and who do you help? Yeah. So I'm a mom of three kids. I have twins who are nine and my daughter's about eight. So I just smashed them all in about 18 months and, you know, just got it all done. So <laughs> um, because of that, you know, it's just a very busy household, but, you know, I've been able to be blessed by my husband who truly just, if it wasn't for him and his support, um, just be able to do some businesses and um, be online and do writing and speaking and all those different types of things. So um, really, uh, yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. And then who I offer or who I kind of talk to is I talk to a lot of moms that are like me, like in the same boat. So moms who are dreamers, who are doers, who are uh, wanting or, or desiring to get into um, some sort of field of work to be creative and produce something creative that can benefit them and their family as well. And so uh, really it's just me providing them inspiration and tools to be able to help them see, well, what are the areas in their life that might be holding them back? We're kind of refining those areas and then restoring their hearts and minds back to the truth of who it really is that gives them the confidence to walk forward towards that dream. I love it. Yeah. You, you and I are like cut from the same cloth, I think. So it's really, yeah. <laughs> really fun to talk to you today. Yeah. Um, tell us like what's at least right, like right now it, it might change tomorrow. Cause I think you and I are very similar this way, but like what's one habit or practice or, or method that's kind of helped you to become successful in your business. Yeah. My biggest habit actually has been a journal that actually I created, uh, since I'm a life coach, I'm a certified life coach. And, uh, I used to do a lot more of that. I don't actually do a lot of coaching right now, but, uh, I was going through with clients and we were really working on like mindset issues and also just looking at the Bible and trying to figure out like where, what types of principles or actions can you do like tangible things to really help you um, have the right mindset moving forward in all areas of life. And so really it's just this journal that I created that's called revive your heart journal. Mm -hmm. And it goes through, it's very simple. It's like three basic um, practices of prayer, pause, and praise. So I call it the three P's prayer, pause, and praise. And so really they're just sections where each day you go in and you write out your prayers um, you pause just to you know see what God or what um, the Spirit might be telling you or or what your heart might be telling you that day uh, to put down. And then the praise is really just you know the things you're thankful for. And so just having that mindset of thankfulness. And it's really cool because you know I've had these journals for the last couple of years, and you start to go through some of your old journals and you start seeing all these types of prayers that you've said and starting to see where. Um, things have been answered or where you were lacking in confidence before. And now you're super confident in an area that you weren't before. And so 
for me, that's just really important because I think mindset is everything when it comes to your life, your business, and your relationships with other people. That's so good. Yeah, it's it's funny when we when we look back on our journals, it's it's like I, I don't know if you do this, but I like I I look at kind of a challenge I'm facing right now, and um and I, and I look back and I'm like why. Like, why didn't I just get over that back then? You know, like, why did it take me up to, like, I, I kind of should all over my past, like the past version of who I used to be. But yeah. but then if I look back at my journals, then I realize like, I was still learning. Like, I, I didn't even know, like, you don't know, you didn't know then what you know now, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's hard to remember what it was like before you knew the thing that you know. Absolutely. So yeah, journaling, I think is really key. I, I, I mean, I'm, I've done it for many years because I've been in and out of therapy and <laughs> things for, for just mental health issues. And, um, but that's just been a huge thing for me to be able to process my thoughts on paper or down, you know, writing things down. And then also, but it's not just writing down the things that I'm having struggles with, but it's also reminding myself of things that I've overcome, things that are going well in my life, the things that are things I can be grateful for because I think uh, just the day-to-day life can sometimes just get you down. And if you're not being reminded of, oh no, like there's some amazing, beautiful things that I can be thankful for and uh, keep moving forward on. And I mean, from the simplest things to like my kid, you know, the other day, just being able to help him with his homework. And he finally had that light bulb moment and he thought, oh, I got it. You know, and just feeling like that parent of like, ha I won, you know, I helped him out and it just felt so good. Or, you know, just even getting that random um, paycheck that you weren't expecting that day or, you know, just helping a friend. So those types of things um, can some often, oftentimes can go unnoticed or you forget about them so quickly. And so it's nice to just be able to have it in a journal and reflect back on it and just remember the things you have to be thankful for. That's right. Tell me about something that you would recommend that female Christian entrepreneurs stop doing. Yeah. Uh, I think that we need to stop looking left and right, meaning looking at the other girl or the other person or the other guy, the other business and comparing ourselves to someone else. I think so much of our creative juices get sucked up when we do that. And if we could just keep our heads down and stay in our lane and focus on truly what God wants us to do or what we believe God is, is destining us to do um, and not looking at the left and right and the other person, I think we'll be a lot more successful. We'll feel a lot more uh, capable. We'll have the right mindset moving forward. And you know, I can see this on the last many parts and many different types of stories of my life where when I stopped and put my blinders on and really focused on what I felt like God was calling me to do, those are the times where I really were was the most successful or um, just had the most peace and the confidence and something creative came out of it that was really beautiful or really wonderful. Uh, whereas the other times when I was looking left and right and trying to compare or maybe try to implement too many things like somebody else, um, those actually were moments that they didn't do as well. So uh, just trying to keep our heads blinders on and keep our heads in the game to where we're not comparing ourselves to other people because that can really get us down and help us uh, or make us not be able to move forward in our business. How? <laughs> how I like how do you do that? Because I know that's a common struggle that 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 I think oh. we all deal with. So can you share a tactic there or a strategy? Yeah, I mean, it goes back to kind of the journaling and the practices that you're trying to um, put down. And so I have another journal for that too. It's just 
it's really just a bullet journal and just helping me um, just brainstorm ideas out and really look at these ideas and, and only look at the facets of these ideas in, in the brainstorm process of it, start going through all the different mechanisms of, okay, what are the steps to be able to uh, achieve or create this dream? And so, and then just sticking with that and not trying to look to this left and right and be like, oh, I want to add this and that and this and that. And if you start adding too many things, you're going to get overwhelmed or it just gets messy or you're not going to complete it, or it's just going to not work out very well. So uh, I know it's hard, but like you just have to have a lot more discipline. I think daily disciplines of, you know, focusing on truly what you feel like is your lane. And really it comes down to just the mindset and journaling and just um, going back to, I guess, like, why are you doing this in the first place? Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you have your why, right, I'm sure many people have talked about that on your shows and you probably have too, but if you really understand who you're serving and and why you're doing it, I think it'll help you stay in the right lane. Yes. Okay. Let's talk Bible. Is there a biblical a Bible verse, biblical principle that that is sort of your go-to that really has helped you move forward? You know, interestingly, it was just a recent one. So I was um, reading through Psalms and I came to Psalms chapter 112, 112. And it just kind of struck me and it was talking about just wealth and success, um, but specifically about wealth and connecting it to attributes that I really felt like were just blaring lights, which was being generous and compassionate and you will be blessed. And so, and it talks about this generational blessing of our kids and our, our grandkids and our future kids and, and how, if we are we can be wealthy, you know, like, I don't feel, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's still one of those things that it's hard for believers or Christians to wrap their minds around wealth. They think it's a dirty word and it's not, you know, it's, it's when it's connected to the attributes of generosity and compassion and creativeness and, and things that are all good, godly things, uh, wealth can be used for so much good. You know, Money is amoral. It's neither good nor bad. It can be used for either one. And so it really comes back down to the attributes of the person. And that's where God is kind of talking about in this passage was like, yeah, you can be wealthy, but just make sure your wealth is connected to the attributes of a godly person of who I want you to be, which is generous and compassionate and loving. And so when you have those things, it's it's okay. Like, you know, pursue business and be successful and just don't forget to, you know, give back and be compassionate and, and generous at the same time. I love, I love talking about making money. I love talking about saving money, investing money, growing, growing money from a biblical perspective. And yeah. I, I can tell you of all the things I talk about online, that is the thing that I get the most pushback on. Rachel, from your perspective, why do you think that is? Why do you think that Christians have such an issue talking about making money? Well, I think it's because there are some other passages in the Bible that talk about you know, the root of evil is, is, you know, well, they take it out of context really, because they think the root of evil is money and it's really the person behind the money. It's not money in and of itself. And so I think it's just gotten twisted or, um, I don't know. I think it's just been also a generational issue where for many generations, it's almost been like, you know, you hear it in the pulpit. I mean, I guess we've heard it in the pulpit before too. I mean, I have (laughs) of uh, them saying, you know, that, you're, you know, if you have wealth, you 
you know, we'll be damned or whatever. I don't know. Just things like that. When you think like, wow, really? But I think more and more people are starting to open their eyes and see the truths of the Bible and see where it connects to um, a person with their money and also with their heart and how you can be a wealthy person and have a lot of amazing um, ability to bless and do some really good things with that money, um, not just for yourself. And so, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a tough one, but again, I feel like we just need to have more voices that are talking about this and um, showing them, like, no, there's actually another conversation that just hasn't really been talked about before and and hasn't been un- uncovered or unearthed. And let's let's talk about that. Let's do that. Let's go back to the Bible and see what it really says. So, yes, I've I've I heard somewhere that like every generation, parents, the way that they parent is an overreaction to the way that they were parented. Right. And this concept of like, when it comes to things like money or, or, or other areas of life, but let's specifically talk about money. It's almost like the story that you hear from your parents is a reaction to their parents, which was a reaction to their parents, which was a reaction to their parents. So it's so generational. And, and if you look back, even like three or four generations before you go, Oh, that's where it all started. Like I've been able to kind of look back on my, you know, family tree and go, oh, that's why our family has this sort of philosophy about money. Cause you can kind of trace it back a couple generations. You totally can. And I can see that too, you know, even in my own family. And so uh, just helping to have those conversations though. I mean, like, for example, it's been something that my husband and I, we've really been wanting to, work with our kids to help them understand financial principles and money and what God has to say about it and um, understand that it's, it's, it's okay. And it's good to be investing in wealth. And so we've been having a lot more of those um, (laughs) hands-on actions with them. And I mean, I even set up a bank account for my, I mean, again, they're debit cards. Okay, guys. So don't get crazy. Um, but, and I have them, they're not like, they don't get to have them, <laughs> but it's, it's just an easy way because, you know, again, these kids that we have, I, I don't know. I don't, I rarely have cash on me and I was not raised with an understanding of how to manage my money with like a card and checking my account and keeping track of all that. And so this is something that we just aren't really taught. I don't think very well, especially not in school, which I think is sad, but <laughs> we need to teach it. But uh, so, yeah, so I feel like it's it's really the responsibility of the adult and the parent. And if you haven't had good um, teaching, I guess, or understanding of it before, yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to teach your kid very well. So, um, but yeah, we've been picking up, you know, books and, and reading and also just trying to figure out like, how do we teach our kids how to manage money better? And so just by starting to have those little bit of conversations early on, and then also just having them have like a little debit card that they have to look at their account and track it. And when we go places, it's like, okay, what, what is this that you want? It's $8. Let's see you in your account. Oh, you have six. Looks like you got to work a little harder, do some more chores and you'll earn some more commissions. <laughs> so that's kind of how we do it around here. Just a quick second to tell you about a live training I have coming out very soon. All you need to do is go to briandixon.com slash live to sign up for this training. This is going to help you move forward as you seek to start and grow your business. Just go to briandixon.com slash live. Tell us about your mindset. Is there a mindset tip you have for our listeners? Yeah. Um, for me, I think it just bases, it goes back kind of on this um, struggle that I've had, which is fear of starting something or fear of failure. And one thing that's been really helpful for me is just 
understanding that everything is workoutable, like not to be afraid that everything's workoutable. You know, there's so many times where I've started something new and there's always going to be an issue or problem or something that happens that was unexpected. And, you know, sometimes those can be really detrimental and other times it's not a big deal and you get through them. Even the things that are detrimental or hard or don't turn out to be the way you want it to, maybe a business failed or, or maybe you lost thousands of dollars, which is not fun. And I've actually experienced both of those. So just so you know, but, um, but it's one of those things, like I truly look back and I'm like, you know, I'm thankful for the experience and thankful that I was able to still work through those things because I'm that much wiser, that much more capable to be able to overcome any of the challenges that I now face. And so again, just that mindset of everything's workoutable. It just helps relax me and help me know like, okay, everything's going to be okay. We'll figure this out. We'll move forward. And regardless, it's going to either be a learning opportunity or it's going to be a successful um, outcome. That's right. Everything's workoutable. I love it. Cause you can work it out, right? If you work it, it can work out. Exactly. Yes. Uh, one of the hearts behind the show, one of the things that I want to keep telling my female Christian sisters is that there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I, I think my friend, you are an opportunity seeker. You, you see opportunity. So tell us like from your perspective, at least right now, where are you seeing opportunity, especially for somebody who feels like they're behind or they want to re they want to pivot. They want to kind of get started. They want a new, new start. Like where are you seeing opportunity right now? Gosh, I see it everywhere. I mean, so much opportunity right now. And I, and I think maybe that sounds a little cliche because of the whole, you know, 2020 and 2020 and like all this stuff that's been going on with the little uh, thing that we all know about. And, uh, but the thing that should um, not be named, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, I feel like I can't say it. <laughs> um, it's like Voldemort or something. You yeah. can't say it. <laughs> the, the, the name that must not be named, uh, but it's look for the need. Look for a problem that you can solve. Look for something that you think, wow, there's something there. And I have an interest in that. And I would love to be able to figure out how to solve the problem. And examples of that really just this past year, it's been a little wild for us. We've dove in, my husband and I have dove into multiple different types of business ventures that were very left field for us and very new. And one, let me just tell you guys one in particular. Okay. Is that cool? Do we have time? Okay. Uh, one is a dry cleaning locker business guys. Okay. So it sounds totally crazy. So basically what happened is we moved to this more rural part of Idaho, um, outside of like the bigger part. And this whole town of like 15,000 people has no dry cleaner. And I just thought that was crazy because the, the nearest dry cleaner is literally like 35 or 40 minutes away. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, nobody can get their dry cleaning done. Right. So it's just had been on my mind. And earlier this spring, I don't even remember how it all came about, but basically I brought it up and my husband was like, you know, that might be a good idea. Now get this. I didn't want to own a dry cleaning business. I didn't want all the overhead associated. I had no idea what I was going to do with that. So then I looked into, well, is there alternative ways to get dry cleaning done? And I fell, fell into the dry cleaning lockers. And so basically there are lockers, like self-standing lockers up against like a store or whatever. And you have um, a driver come and take the items in the lockers that people drop off there, go to get them dry cleaned with a wholesaler and then bring them back to the lockers within about, you know, two to three days. And they get a text message when it's ready to pick up. 
So we worked through all of this. We launched it a couple months ago and it has been so much fun. So we just got another location. We have free locations now. And you guys, it's just one of those things where you, we saw a need. We're like, hey, this could be fun. It could be a lot of work. It could not work, but you know what? It's something that we felt like there's something in this and I feel like we should just step into it and see where it goes. And we did. And there's been a lot of unexpected things as well, but for the most part, it's been such a rewarding experience. And so from that to property management that I'm doing to still books and coaching and some of those other things, um, you know, there's a lot of different uh, faucets of, of things we're putting our hands into. But again, it's all based on where is the need and who can I help? And if this is something that seems like I'd have an interest in, let me step into it and just see what happens. It's incredible. I love that you see that opportunity. You did something about it. You learned a lot. It's it's so great. I think it's why it's why you're a great coach and you're somebody I highly recommend people check out. Where can people learn more about you? Uh, yeah, just my website is rachelcswanson.com um, or on Instagram is my favorite place. <laughs> so you can find me there. But those are the main areas you can find out what I do and you know, I haven't really talked about some of these like um, hands-on operations that I'm doing. But again, if you have any questions about just even how to start a business or what's the first step about stepping out and, and going into business, um, message me on Instagram because I love getting those messages and I will respond. So amazing. Rachel, would you mind praying for our listeners today? Sure. Absolutely. Father God, Lord, I just thank you for the people, the women and the men who may be listening to this podcast. And God, I pray that you would give them courage um, and peace to step into the calling and the callings that you have for them. I pray, God, that they would turn their fears and cast all their fears onto you, Lord, and just trust in your direction, trust in your um, ability to help them move forward into all the things that you have for them, Lord. Um, I pray for financial security for them to be able to figure out ways to um, make some extra money on the side or um, go into a new type of business that may be very successful for them as well as help other people at the same time. And so God, I pray that they just wouldn't be afraid and um, that you would just do your work in them. I say this in your name. Amen. Amen. Rachel, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks. It was so good to connect with you again. So you, I've been watching you from afar and I'm just like, oh, you're rocking it. And I just love it. So, and I love that you're so supportive of female entrepreneurs and in the Christian workplace. Cause I just feel like there's something special about a male just coming around women who um, are in that kind of um, interest or, or have that kind of interest and in just you having that support with them. I don't know. It's still just feels really special. So thanks for doing that. Mm, that means a lot. Thanks again. Thank you so much for checking out the show. I'm so honored that you took the time. Listen, it really helps if you leave a rating and review. So wherever you're checking us out, I would really appreciate you taking the time to click that like button, give us a five-star rating, leave a comment, let me know how the show has impacted you.